Get in the gates, episode 29. We're talking season two, episode seven, Message in a Bottle. This is the full Get Into Gate team. We run through one episode of Stargate each and every week on our uh, podcast. My name is Mitch, the full Get Into Gate team. With me, Matty, Brendan, Yellow. and Reese. Oh, hey there. Reese, of course, you are the reason we are here. You're the newbie to the franchise among Sorry us Good on you, mate. Stargate yeah. lovers, the rookie, <laughs> newbie, whatever other things we can think of to call you. The and main man. Gonna, the main, well, okay, don't let's <laughs> not go over to it. I was going to say he's, he's the Stargate virgin, but we're a bit too far into the season now to call him <laughs> yeah. that. So he's, 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 he's the Stargate months. used goods. Is that... I'm, uh, I'm the inexperienced. Lover. That'll do. Love, yeah. <laughs> Stargate lover. Yeah, yeah. Good. All right, before we get into it, we'll just go back to the uh, DVD, see what uh, it's got in store for us this week. Message in a Bottle sees a seemingly harmless orb is brought back to the base through the Stargate, but the strange device infects O'Neill with an alien organism. Now, the only chance to save him is to let the organism control him. Dun, dun, dun! Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, sorry, guys. Message in a Bottle, Season 2, Episode 7, or as Daniel likes to call it... Message in a Bottle. Message in a Bottle. It's been... um, Yeah. I think it's been a year since I've seen this episode. A year has passed since I've... (laughs) Well done. I like... it up. (laughs) Well, Mitch, you did mention um, last week when you were teasing it at the end of Thor's Chariot, you mentioned... um, Kevin Costner's movie, Message in a Bottle, with uh, Robin Wright Penn. Oh... You didn't mention that. I haven't seen it. Good Not- flick. We, no, you know what? You, ha- you, you have. You Am have. I? Yeah. You and I watched it together with our respective girlfriends when we were 16. Oh. Did, a, did a bit of making out on the couch. Obviously, I, mean, I wasn't obviously. watching much of it. <laughs> we actually Make, didn't. Well, making out on the couch. No, what were your girlfriends doing? We were, we're, we're taking out. Oh, no, what we, we while you two were making out, what were your girlfriends doing? Oh, they doing? left, obviously. Yeah. 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 As soon as we started kissing, they were out. <laughs> pre-iPhone, so they had to sit there and... They couldn't even film it. Play Snake on the Nokia 3310. (laughs) (laughs) While you two were playing Snake in another way. No, that actually wasn't what I was referencing. So do you want to try again? What what else did you reference? Uh, Sting. Yeah. The police. The police. So I, I made something. Oh, God, you sound yeah. awkward every time you say that. It's been a long time since yeah, you've made something. Yeah, because everything he makes is like ocelot <laughs> sex and shit like that. Man, I love the ocelot one. Oh, can we play that again? Mitch, have you got nah. the ocelot there? Nah. Do it in your spare time. Uh, all right, just play this one then. Yeah. There's no way that you can dirty up stinks. Are we waiting on something? Because I'm happy to listen to it, but no. It goes for three minutes. Message in a bottle. <laughs> Message in a bottle. <laughs> that is great. Right. I was tempted to do the entire song, but it's literally like two minutes before oh, yeah. they actually say message in a bottle. And I'm like, if I make you guys wait that long, yeah. I may get punched Would in the face. Would have faded out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wasted all that time. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, last week when we spoke about uh, Thor's Chariot, and that was very much a, um, I guess, a, a, a series episode. You know, it was one of those ones, if, you, if you're going to narrow down the important episodes that you really need to watch in order to get the full story, I think, of the entire series, that's one you want to keep. This one's back to just being like a, a singular story, at least uh, mm. me having watched these episodes 15, 20 years ago. I don't remember this leading to anything Nah, it's on. still very much just a standalone you know, bottle <laughs> bottle episode <laughs> of uh, of sci-fi. Well, well I, I remember that... enjoying it when I first saw it. So, what did you think about it, Reese? Yeah, I liked it. I I'm 
bit sad now that you say it's a standalone episode because I wanted to know more about the the orb people. I wanted to mm. sort of go into their backstory sort of thing, and I was hoping that they might come up in uh, in a future episode. But yeah, I man, I dug it. I thought it was um, yeah pretty well written and just very mysterious. I think yeah, you sort That's of don't get me. all get all the answers. Yeah. And like, like you were saying in Thor's Chariot, Thor's Chariot was the first time we sort of go back and get answers to yeah. questions that were left hanging. Yeah, we never really get to go back um, to find out about these people. And I then, think the concept of, you know, an entire race of people being, you know, held within one sort of device, essentially, yeah. that concept is kind of manipulated and changed and turned into some other stories in, in later seasons. Yeah. But we do never actually, we never actually go back to... Um, to, to visit sort of these people on this planet. The orbs. Mm. Where did yeah. they send them? I can't remember. Oh, I never tasted Oh, they sent them. Oh, Daniel. Were you sure good at this? Oh, there was P, a new, yeah. P4 there was, something? Yeah, Richie. it was P4G881. There it is. They they were going to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just off the top, <laughs> top of my head. I don't know. It just came to me. No, they were going to go on a, an, another mission when um, Jackson was researching the orb. And he's like, no, I want to stay here and do some more research. And they're like, no, we're going, we're going to this. And he's like, there's nothing there. You don't need me there. And mm. then, and then, yeah. And uh, Jack's they, like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. We're a frontline team, buddy. Yeah, that's Come right. on. Pulling rank. And then he's like, yeah, okay, let's go. And then shit hit the fan. And then they didn't end up going. So Jackson's like, yeah, send them there. Send them there. It's fine. So we'll never have to go there. <laughs> oh, is that the planet that we're going that was to? supposed to go to oh, on that ex- okay. next mission? Yeah. I suppose because the mount's probably already been and sussed it out to make sure that it, you yeah. know, has. Oh yeah, know, and the mount knows that it, and... the entire planet is uninhabited. Mm. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These have a very limited range. Those yeah. mounts. It's yeah. like, no, nah, it looks sweet. Air's breathable. I was just Except thinking... where they went in this, like it's a moon planet essentially, and they can't breathe. It's we like, don't... let's yeah. go through there anyway. Not to not to ruin it for anything for reason. We don't have the like the drone mounts yet, do we? Yeah, the once we had it once. Do we have? Yeah. Uh, the miniature that? UAV. Yeah. yeah. Trying to remember. Does what that episode. stand out to you at all? Yeah, they were flying over. It, it, Looks like a it? like a like a toy toy plane. Yeah. And they kind of fire it. Through and they the fire gate. it through. Yeah, it's in that volcano one. Oh, the... Enigma. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing this episode does that I guess we've been asking questions a lot because the certain characters in the story do as well. But the fact is, they never seem to bring back any great technologies or medicines that seem like they're going to be <laughs> yeah. a great solution or fix mm. or anything here. Pre-credits, they find this incredible power source. It's the it's the most powerful device <laughs> they've ever seen on their travels. Let's take it back, and it's like, great, you're finally doing something. This is before you roll the opening credits. Mm. Awesome. Where's this going to go? It's like, no, that can also kill you. Yeah, you know. So it's like they just they can't seem to you know catch a break. These guys, they bring back a person, <laughs> like... they take over computers, and <laughs> you know become the destroyer of worlds. They bring back yeah. medicine, it kills people. They bring back a device, it's going to kill people. That's the thing. Like you, you get they get to that planet or moon or whatever it was, and then they see this artifact, the only thing on that planet, mm. and they're like, "Yeah, let's take it home." Surely this thing here didn't destroy this whole yeah. planet. Yeah, bring <laughs> it back fine. with us. We'll see what happens. And it's it message ends- in a bottle. And it ends up, <laughs> and it ends up becoming a. Uh, Bobby. That's very short. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the booby moment? Boob- it's just Tilk saying booby. God, that was booby. funny. Tilk saying booby. That was booby. great. Booby. I don't want him to say booby trap. I just want him to say booby. And see that pre-credits, I'm like, where's this episode going? Booby. Tilk's just said boob. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen this much action since episode one. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I thought was interesting, though, is Daniel says uh, the orb. He says the writing on it is too small to read with the naked eye. How does he know it's writing if it's too small to read with the naked eye? How does he know it's not just like a decorative, like, you know, scroll pattern or something? Yeah. 
I was like, what? does he say that before they take it back? Yeah. At the very, very start of the episode, he says, oh my God. When he, the first thing he sees when he sees the orb is, oh, look at the writing. Oh, look at that tiny writing. It's so tiny. And then later on, when they <laughs> scan it, and then when they get to, when they get back to the um, base and scan it, he's like, oh, the writing's so small. You can't even read it with a human eye. <laughs> How did you know it was writing, mate? Oh. Your glasses aren't that good. <laughs> Presumptuous Jackson. I love it how <laughs> everyone except Jack didn't want to take it back. And then Jack gets fucking ended with it. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, maybe that threat assessment you made wasn't that yeah. great, was it, Jack? Yeah, that was full on at the start. Eh? Like when they pick it up and a junk, all those yeah. spikes come out, you're like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Get like it back and throw spear it. Spearheads on them. Not yeah. just a point, like a jagged spear. Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember, and then like, when it went through him, I'm like, oh, well, that's that's dodgy. There's not even any blood coming mm. out. That's bad makeup. And then they yeah. come in and go, Oh, there's no blood. I'm no, like, there's no trauma. Well, yeah, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good money <laughs> saver there. You can always ride well, around. Add it to the script. <laughs> <laughs> you can always ride around a budget. <laughs> Who wrote this, by the way? Uh, a bunch of people. I've got um, the story credits go to uh, Jared Paul and Michael Greenberg. Now, Michael Greenberg is actually one of the producers of the of the show. He actually co-owns Gecko Production Company with Richard ah, Dean okay. Anderson. Is he the long-haired guy? Yeah, he's got yeah. the long, sort of greyish sort of hair. So the two of them have the story credit, and the telepro- teleplay was written by Brad Wright. I just love the idea that he, he runs a production company with Richard Dean Anderson. He comes and he goes, got a story idea? You're the main player. You don't have to move the whole time. Like, <laughs> we all win. Okay? You can you phone the performance in. <laughs> By the end of it, it's not even you. <laughs> so It was probably RDA's idea, and he's just like, look, if I tell the writing team that, you know, I just want to sit on a ladder for the entire episode, <laughs> they're going to think I'm slacking off. Mate, can you just give, just plant the idea of me being speared up against a wall for 40 minutes, uh, and we'll be sweet. <laughs> And the idea of someone sitting on a ladder an entire episode seems to be, and this isn't so much for Reese, but long-term fans, what someone like Adeloise might do in season eight. Like that would be his his background yeah. extra character would be whenever you see this guy, he's just always sitting on a ladder. You know, but um, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, it was it was a very like insular sort of story. It was very small considering last week, big like I said, galaxy not spanning, but the idea that you bring in as guardians, you're planting yeah. these massive the seeds for futures, huge concepts. This. Danger in the base. You're mm. pretty much not really leaving either the gate room or that little research room. Yeah. You know, well, like that's, in sci-fi terms, that's a that's a bottle episode. It's basically a way where they a lot of time they'll do that. They'll do maybe four or five a season to just save money costs. They don't mm. have to shoot on location. They don't have to create new sets. Yeah, you know, all that sort of stuff. Just a way to just write a self-contained story. With that would have been all sets and green screen right in the um when they're in the, the space start, suits. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that opening. Like, because I haven't. You say you haven't seen this episode in about a year, Brennan. I haven't seen it in probably five. That was six. just a gag. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get it. What was the joke? With your song. A year has passed since I, I wrote, wrote my note. My note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Wow. Yeah. You should Whoosh. have known that right from the start. <laughs> <laughs> Mike drop me to zero. The sequel was better. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I completely forgot about this cold open where they're like in the, five, in the space suits <laughs> on a moon. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I'm going... Because I was watching it on stand, so I didn't know which episode it was, and it was just a moon, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Mm. I just completely forgot that they were in spacesuits this early. I was yeah. like, because they do, you know, wear those big clumsy spacesuits a couple more times, and I just, I'd completely forgot about it. And I was like, whoa, what the hell am I watching? Because, yeah, it's been, it's been, I think I was very much like Reese. The first time I watched this episode, I really, really loved it, because it was just a good, solid sci-fi episode, but... Yeah. Sort of knowing where Stargate goes and and the heights they reach, watching it back is kind of like, oh yeah, it's okay. It's not. 
Yeah. It's not amazing. Mm. I feel like we do spend a lot of time with old mate. I just call him Tobias because that's the actor's name, but um, <laughs> Lieutenant Graham Simmons. So we've got another oh, Simmons yeah. for some reason. Just like this shoehorned, oh, guy has a crush on Carter. Oh, that guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the big pouty lips, and then we're supposed to care about him when he's almost dying, and it's like, <laughs> I feel like if he'd been introduced a couple of episodes earlier, yeah. maybe I would have cared he end, more. he ended up dying, didn't he? No. no, no oh, he's it's really, off. um... It was close. I didn't realise it's left very open-ended, because it's like, yeah. he he's allergic to the serum everyone else is taking to mm. prevent the disease. So the last time we see him, he kind of is on his deathbed. Because someone already yeah. died, didn't they? No, I, th- I think it was. Yeah, it was he him, was wasn't it? One, he was yeah. just he's kind of on his scapegoat on his deathbed, yeah. telling Carter he loves her or whatever. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> is, is he's or dying, not or doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I love he's that. Like, Carter, can I see your booby? Just <laughs> 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 <This> one. <laughs> <laughs> the other one draped with an American flag. Awesome. Um. Yeah, so I kind of feel like that was a bit shoehorned in. It's like I didn't really care whether he lived or died. Maybe I'm just dead inside. I don't know. No, I agree. No, I wanted, so far, I wanted yeah. him to die. <laughs> well, yeah, it was funny because obviously he dug Carter. Mm. And then Carter's gone to Fraser, obviously, because she doesn't want to go over there. How's um, Lieutenant Simmons going? And she's like, oh, you should go over there. He's in, he's he's nearly dead. You should give him a wristy or something. <laughs> 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 one to say see you later yeah. <laughs> oh and I'm done there is, <laughs> there is a great Daniel I'll die moment on that, thanks. there is a great Daniel moment when he sort of he, he's sort of giving it to, to Simmons about to, about having a crush on uh, on Carter Lieutenant I'd like to record this whatever you say Captain <laughs> <laughs> try to relax Grammer. it's going to be a long day <laughs> hey! no, artifact. he gets nervous like that every time he's around you maybe a crush um we're recording now. And just the longest pause. We're still pausing. Thank you, Lieutenant. More pausing. Oops. More pausing. Wow. Oops. Hey, the artifact. Hey, I love how long Daniel holds yeah, that before great. he gives the oops. Yeah. I'm just like, that's not many shows be brave enough to leave that much of a gap. Yeah. You know, before the punchline. And I like, like that's. Michael Shanks is he has had great comic timing, but usually it's alongside Richard Dean Anderson, and they're very rapid and fire. they play off. Yeah, but mm. but usually if you're going to come to me about comic timing, it's it is Richard Dean Anderson and and even Teal, but he's not out to deliver a comedic line. It's just obviously the situation and then his type yeah. of character. So yeah. it was good and refreshing to see Daniel Jackson have that, but with Carter, and, and mm. it was very much an individual line. Like Carter didn't almost even play a part. It was just him being funny, you know. So yeah, it was good. Cool. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's a throwback to Enigma as well, right? Carter and where, what's his name? Where Hammond tells Carter to go f- that guy, <laughs> yeah. so, he gets, so he gets some technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, also a nod to, to um, what was uh, Neanderthal Jack. Oh, in that episode, um, Brocket Divide. Brocket Divide. Brocket Divide. At the at the start when they're in the spacesuits, and um, I think it was Jackson said, you know, this has been here since uh, Neanderthals were around on Earth, and and Jack was like, ah, oh, takes me back. Yeah, oh. I wondered if that's what that was a reference to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even pick up on that. I, I just thought, thought was he was like cool, just yeah. having a just, yeah, crack. Me too. Yeah. yeah, just calling himself a Neanderthal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he's forgotten he actually literally was a yeah. Neanderthal like a year ago. Well, talking about throwbacks, and I know this is a theme ongoing. Like we're into episode seven of season two already, but we've said how so many episodes so far are, uh, are, are somewhat sequels, but almost remakes in a way of stories and themes that we covered. Almost the exact same number. 
of, of episode placement in season one. And this one, while it's episode seven, reminds me a lot of episode six being cold Lazarus in the sense that that we encounter this alien race who became, mm. you know, crystals or whatever. And then Jack became affected mm. some monotone. way through that monotone. And <laughs> this happened too, like this I mean, alien race, it's, it's, it's trapped in this device because of whatever happened to them. And then, you know, Jack becomes involved, not in the same way, of course, but well, I'm looking at my notes and 107 was cold Lazarus. 107. Yeah. Okay. 106 was the first commandment. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's why we don't bring that up. Yeah. Mm. But uh, but yeah, that's that's funny. I never drew those parallels between this and um, honestly, when I was watching yeah. it, didn't just somehow through this chat the last fifteen minutes, I've been thinking, oh, it reminds mm. me a little bit of of Cold Lazarus. Yeah, it's funny the similarities. I've never noticed it before between the two seasons. Yeah, and me it's neither. Just, it's it keeps popping up. Yeah. I think next week as well as family, which is which is basically bloodlines. Yeah, and both but of them were episode done, eight in their seasons as well. Done better. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's done a little bit better in season Chicken, two. They so. probably they would have had to have done that on purpose. It can't be that big of a. Well, I mean, have look. Is, is oh, it, I think Bloodlines was. 11. Is it is it time for us to come clean? Is it time, Reese? All right, we don't want to ruin it for you, but <laughs> this entire season is actually the the androids from Tin Man. We're actually this is the LSG <laughs> one, and that's why this season is better because we're actually just following around. Like, what was his name? Yeah. I can't Harlan. Harlan's actually Harlan actually managed to uh, clone the entire base, set it all up. <laughs> Two Walters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's why Walter's not in a lot of episodes yeah. this season because they they can't there's have clones one. Yet. Can't, you can't there's get the real Walter. There's He's, only yeah. one Walter. So we're actually we're hard. actually just watching these clones this entire season. There's a big reveal at the end of the season. I'm sorry was, I ruined it for you. It was a dream, and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> well, no, we had the Walter Diaries last week. Explains where he's been. In the last couple of episodes, but he's back this week. But it's like a blink and you'll miss him cameo. And I, I actually wasn't looking at the screen at the mm. time. I <laughs> turn away, pick up the drink that I was having, and oh no, he's gone. Like I heard his voice. Yeah. I'm like oh, yeah. I feel better about this episode already, knowing <laughs> Walter's around to keep and, everyone. And safe. as an actor, he kind of. I mean, obviously, you know, he wasn't you know really a, a member of you know the the production yet. You know, he does become a pretty much a mainstay. I think by the end of the season, he, he's actually done over a hundred episodes. Yeah, he runs MGM um, by the so end he of the does, yeah. <laughs> But obviously, this season's still very, very early producer. on. So it's you know as you're a bit play it's like when you're a part when you get a job somewhere as you know as a part time or a casual worker it's like you want to show you're good so you get more more hours and more work. Yeah. They literally sit him down next to his replacement and they're sitting side by side <laughs> at the gate room and the only thing that I could think of was how dare you stand where he stood. <laughs> what the f- was that? That's from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you have, like, the guy that's replacing Gar- like uh, Walter and Walter? They're literally, like, touching shoulders, sitting at the gate. We've never seen two technicians sitting down. Yeah, it's because one of them's going to nearly die. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, as, uh, as Walter Jones is, like, uh, Gary Jones is reading the, the script. Like, he's, he's sitting there just going... This kid better die. This kid better <laughs> die. I need to be back next week. Where's the death scene? I'm missing a page. Where's the death scene for this kid? Ripped out. The kid's gone over to every script and just ripped it out. <laughs> I can I can tell um, there's at one point there when they realise that this bacteria or whatever is infecting all the systems. So Hammond initiates wildfire, yeah. which is system lockdown. This is Hammond. Lock up the mountain. Authorization code red dash beta. Initiate wildfire. Is this the first time you've seen the big concrete doorways? Attention. Level 4 quarantine is now in effect. concrete doors that swing is closed on the base. Switching to a dark so, yeah. yeah, the first time we've seen it. Yeah, they do it every self-destruct. 
No, that's that's wild. That's wildfire. He shut the base down. You can't. <laughs> that's wildfire, baby. I feel like it's wildfire. I mean, it's, you can just play that again for me. This is what happens every time, like on a Friday afternoon, when a new series comes out on Netflix. This is what happens at my house. <laughs> this is happening. Lock up the mountain. Authorization code red dash beta. Gossip Girls is back. Initiate wildfire. <laughs> I'm just imagining too as soon as you get lock up the bed and then like a little man comes in with a drum I love it when um, the doctor's like oh a general I just need to go out and get some more medicine he's like nope he's like but he's gonna die and, yeah, and? <laughs> it's wildfire it's, it's did wildfire. you hear me on the phone I said wildfire <laughs> it means we're all dying I if I have to initiate it's not it's operation kind of a big deal it's not operation milk run it's operation wildfire <laughs> mate like come on the president told me to cut back on the uh, self-destruct decisions that I make this is the lowest I will go yeah this is like as far as he's led to go now it's like they've, they've taken the keys yeah. off him sorry he goes into like he goes into uh, he goes into the fridge and he finds these sandwiches have been taken and all of a sudden he just this is Hammond. <laughs> Lock up the mountain. Authorization code red dash beta. <laughs> Initiate wildfire. <laughs> it's such an interesting code name too because I feel yeah. like it's it's like on the service they're just dropping napalm at the, the top so no one yeah. can get in. Yeah. They're just like it's like wildfire is a serious sounding yeah. name. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure I've heard it again though. They to may be as well, honest. May as well call it, you know, Operation Salt the Ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like whoa. And it's it, well, you probably wouldn't hear it again because it, it does seem to fit, I guess, what the threat is. Like when they put the blue light on. Mm. No, I won't go into that. Jack <laughs> <laughs> like Harlequin. There's so much stuff on the self destruct button. <laughs> 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 when um, what about <laughs> when that when that lieutenant's like looks at his hands and goes, "What's happening to me?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's nothing to do with what's going on in the embarkation room." You're mate. looking at Carter, mate. <laughs> he faked the whole thing. She looked over and saw a mess in his hands. Like, oh, I must be dying from that alien. <laughs> Oh, this is not where I thought this episode would go. To be honest, when we started talking about it. Carter was trying to convince them to um, to kill O'Neill, and then never remember when she's like, "Yeah, feed it, feed it energy, oh, so yeah. it grows." And they're like, "He'll die," and she's like, "He'd want it that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's way better. Yeah, he'd want us to kill him." I'm surprised Carter in this one didn't say about Jack. She's like, "No, kill him." It's what Joel and I would have wanted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I'm amazed she's still allowed to be on an active team off going off world if her mind's been yeah, affected, affected by like an alien. Yeah, it's crazy. But just on the um, you know, feeding the machine and stuff, we talked a few a few weeks ago about I remember I was telling you about how Hammond was trying to have his, you know, his notch one Star Trek moment, you know, as the captain telling the engineer, Oh, god damn it, you've got two minutes to mm-hmm. do it well and yeah, Zyla's just like, No, nah, mate, not having a bit yeah. of it. It's gonna take as long <laughs> yeah. as it takes. Tilk tries to have the same moment with Sila, <laughs> yeah. and he screws him over again. Sergeant, your progress here is unsatisfactory. <laughs> Can't go any faster, sir. This is the hardest stuff I've ever come across. Shit. I will delay you no further. Tilk's just like, okay, backs <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. So it's like no one is willing to like cross Sila. <laughs> yeah. This is the hardest stuff. You're going to have to pay more. <laughs> Tilk told a joke. Uh, what was I didn't get the phrase that they were talking about. Um, only wild, ho- wild only horses wild will ho- take me. Wild horses wouldn't stop wouldn't me. Stop me. No, wild horses couldn't drag me away. Yeah, 
Right. Like what this, is that? Oh my god! So you guys are sitting here. Hold on a second. Hold, 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 hold. You guys are sitting and giving me crap Triggered. for not knowing the words <laughs> to a police song, but you haven't heard the song "Wild Horses." You're not talking about Daryl Braithwaite, are you? <laughs> no, that's horses. Well, in in defence, in defence <laughs> of horses, you idiot. In they're of, not wild. In defence of Reese and Brendan, they didn't edit the song "Wild Horses" for a grab for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But you know, and wild horses. Couldn't drag me away. Nah, mate, begins and ends with oh, a lovely rendition. It's a, roll, I don't it's a know Rolling what it was. Stone song. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll get through a lot of other Stone songs before I get to this one. <laughs> more of a, more I mean, of a Beatles fan myself. Just, <laughs> just play it, Mitch. Just play it. Two. You don't have to stick around. Undomesticated equines could not remove me. <laughs> Wild horses, Tioch. It's. That's a joke. You told a joke. Oh, I'll, I'll admit, I was, there was a moment where I was going to put in the um, Brokeback Mountain music. <laughs> that would have like, been good. I was like, no, I won't do it again this You're time. Good man, my friend. Should have totally done it. Oh, <laughs> now you got. Let's start again. Give me twenty minutes. Now you've got Brendan thinking. You need something to go home to. Yeah. <laughs> I think just before that he was like, "Oh, why haven't you got your hazmat or whatever?" Or, yes, my symbiote will protect me. Yeah. Way to go, Junior. Way to go, Junior. <laughs> I was and- like, I was like, I was thinking when he said that, I'm like, don't you even know? Yeah. Like, surely you'd bloody understand that by now. Yeah. yeah. Even I do. Yeah, <laughs> it's like sure Hammond's just going to let Tilk just walk into it. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't I need feel it. it's just exposition sure. for the new. Yeah, watches. I think it's yeah, just to sort of you know, because if you don't say it, then suddenly some you know keyboard warrior yeah. is going to be like. Well, the self destruct um, does go on because the doesn't the alien once it infects everything turns on the self destruct so it can feed. expand. Yeah. Mm. Was it that or was it part of the wildfire? Nah, because um, yeah, it was proper self destruct. Was it? I, th- I think so. Wasn't I thought it was part of the wildfire thing. After a certain time, if the base because gets I... compromised to a certain point, it then activates itself. Oh yeah, maybe because it was a very it was a three hour timer, so yeah. it gave him yeah. plenty. <laughs> like I Hammond's think... never given them that long. Because I think Carter <laughs> Carter kind of goes to General Hammond. Well, look, if this thing explodes, it's good for it's good for the bacteria. It's actually going to feed it, and it'll be all over mm. the world. Yeah. So then he's like, oh. Okay. I'll, yeah, but then they can't. I put my boner away. <laughs> but then That's funny because like... when he when they said when they said it to him, sir, the self destructors on. He's just off in the corner. It's just a, a close up, and I just imagine him saying, "Things just got sexy." <laughs> he's like, "Put away those black lights. That's an order." <laughs> Dim black lights. <laughs> and then obviously the virus thing, whatever it is, attacks the computers, and that's why they can't deactivate the self destructors because the. Mm. You know the message in a bottle, the whatever you call it, the orb thing has infected the the computers, so they can't. Yeah, they've got no control over anything, and they can't open the gate without the computers. What we were saying last week, yeah. what is that DHD like? You've got a couple mm-hmm. of episodes in a row this as a is, backup, on, at least. Yeah, exactly right. Keep it in storage, even if it just means Walter keeps his job. Well, no, don't they say there's at one point where ha- well, it was one of Hammond's ideas? Well, let's all just evacuate through the gate, and Carter says, "Well, no, we're already infected, and where would we go if we did open the gate?" And then, then she also says, well, the orb kind of activated when we got close to the gate. It didn't want to leave. So that's why it put the spears yeah. through and stuff. We don't know what it'll do. So we don't know what it'll do if we yeah. activate the gate again. Because I suppose at, at the yeah. end of the day, they could always do the manual dial mm. as, you know, as they do whenever <laughs> they need to. Yeah. So they kind of did cover all those bases, I guess, to stop people from sort of poking holes in the plot. Yeah. All right. It's that time of the week again. 
Oh, it's time to find <laughs> out if Reese has been paying attention. <laughs> All right. So we have five questions, 30 seconds for the newbie Reese. Um, they're pretty much all gimme, so you should be able to get them all. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> um, basically, short answer questions, and if you want to pass, that's fine. We'll go back to it. And if you get it wrong, then you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of the podcast. Oh, I've got my sample ready just in case. Turns out Reese has not been paying attention. The questions are related to Thor's chariot because there's not too much... In a message in a bottle, in terms of trivia. And so we're going to go. And we're I've forgotten go. nearly everything about Thor's Chariot, yeah. so that's great. It's, it's been a week, week so since you've seen it. You need to find out if you've been <laughs> paying, paying attention. attention. All right, so the time oh, will nervous. start at the end of the first question. In Thor's Chariot, what did the Nordic runes in the Hall of Might represent? Nordic runes. Symbols. Radius. Correct. Thor's Chariot is a direct sequel to which season one episode? Thor's Hammer. What is Bill. Thor's race called? Oh, Asgardians. Oh, I looked at the notes. Name the actor. <laughs> name the actor who plays General Hammond. Oh, don't ask me names, pass. <laughs> what is the Goa'uld mothership called? Uh, that's a, uh, a Hatuk. All right, name the actor who plays General Hammond. Oh, oh it's Donis Davies. Uh, remember that for next week. Yeah, right. Well, you only got four out of five, you <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> Always make sure there's one in there that you may not get. Anything- well, mind you, it's on yeah. every episode. Yeah, I don't pay attention. <laughs> Dude, when I meet people, I'm forgetting their name as they're telling it to me. But it's not written down under them. <laughs> That's a subtitle. Even if it was, I would have to read their name badge every time. <laughs> Stop looking at my boobs, Reese. <laughs> I actually got in trouble for that once. I'm not. Nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Booby. <laughs> All right, that's episode 29 of Get Into Gate. The wrap-up, season two, episode seven, Message in a Bottle. We will be back next week to talk more Stargate SG-1. Do you know episode 30 not- of Get Into Gate. Do you know who's not going to be back next week? Who? I thought one of you was going to say me. I thought, you were, <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what you were leading to. Yeah. One Star Trek no. one, but like, so where are you fine. going? Unfortunately, this is Reese. I have to break some news to you. This is Walter's last episode for the season. I thought you were just about to sack me. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Reese, you Reese, will not be coming back. Yeah. Weren't paying attention. Your father made you wrong. Leave the room. Thanks for kicking off the podcast for us, giving us a concept to work around. Now that we've got some subscribers, you can fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to give myself a sharp blow to the head so I've forgotten everything about Stargate and I'll take the place. I'll be the guy. Wouldn't that be great if you could figure I always wondered. Oh, to experience always, some of these episodes for the first time again. Yeah, I would always love to. At the start of it, you go, "All right, what the memory of this episode? Watch it, and then get them all back again, mm-hmm. just to enjoy it." It'd be great. Maybe it's that's what awesome. Walter's doing. He's getting eternal sunshine of the what? Eternal spotless. Eternal, eternal sunshine. sunshine of the spotless mind. There it is. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Great, words. Great film. It is. Well, it's, awesome. it's a conversation for another day. Anyway, um, hope- no, it's still a great yeah, film. It's a great film. <laughs> it doesn't matter we, what you think. Well, we can talk all day if you want, but it's still an amazing film. Okay, agree to disagree. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, um, Brendan will be able to unlock some more of Walter's diaries uh, in the future. But unfortunately, it is goodbye and farewell to uh, to Walter till uh, till next season. Oh, it's a burn. Maybe he's going on holidays. Maybe he's going to get more training. Maybe he got mm. some of the virus from 
P3X. He got some of Lieutenant Simmons all over his hands and he's just scrubbing. <laughs> no, get it off. It's on my combat cardigan. No! Who came on the self destruct? <laughs> Lieutenant. General. <laughs> all right, Wildfire, just for you. Just for you, Walter. Just imagine those two coming in on the weekend, you know, Walter and, and, and the general. And that's yeah. their drinking game is, is self destruct <laughs> and then saving the day. Like they both get what they really want. You know, like first what? one to turn it off loses. It's a game. Let it run down to two this time. Okay, Walter. Now I want you to go to the bathrooms on level twenty four and get down here in thirty seconds. I think I can do it, General. <laughs> you will love this. Makes it with one second. Ah, that was broke my own record. That was hot. <laughs> But seriously, uh, next time that red phone rings, do not tell the president. <laughs> we get in serious trouble with this. That's episode 29 of Get In The Gate. We'll see you back next week for family. In the meantime, if you want to hit us up on the socials, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, simply at Get Into Gate. If you want to find any of our old episodes, SoundCloud and iTunes, every single one of our Get Into Gate podcasts, or if you just want to drop us a line, simply getintogate at gmail.com. Myself on the socials, Mitch underscore Lewis, Twitter and Instagram. Maddie. High pitch, Maddie. Brendan. At the Brendan Gibson. And Newbie Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. Beautiful stuff, boys. We'll see you back next week for more Get Into Gate, episode 30. We are talking. Family. Hey, hey. Family. (laughs) That right there, more entertaining than the episode. Don't start him. Don't don't encourage him. We'll see you in two weeks, Matty. Bye. Get into geek.com.